Hey guys, welcome to oh, the Cristiano Ronaldo episode of the Sports Plus Life podcast, episode number seven. Uh, my name is Edgar, Mr. A.K.A. Rodriguez. And uh, so, funny story, somehow I recorded this podcast yesterday morning. I think the day before. I can't even remember. But I don't know what I did. For some reason, all of a sudden, I, I don't know what it is with its age or... I just don't work in like the techie business anymore. I kind of do, but I don't. I don't know how to work shit anymore. I used to sell cell phones for those of you who don't. For those of you who don't know, and um, I don't know. I like fucked up my my audio. I don't know what I did. So, but um, we're here. We're record re re recording the episode. And um, it was a crazy weekend this last weekend. Um, crazy weekend. Uh, LSU versus Alabama. What an amazing game that was. What an amazing treat that was. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, Monday night, the Seahawks versus the, the Niners. Another great game. Another great treat. Um, just fun to watch. Uh, it kept me up late, man. I was. I got to go to sleep earlier. Like, I'm not used to it. Like, I can... I can function with like four hours of sleep, but I gotta like get in a rhythm, man. Like, like I can't. I gotta. I start waking up at four, just to be on the safe side. Especially now around this time because it starts snowing, and I my drive. I have like twenty minute drive, which which with snow can turn into like an hour drive with all the other people on the road. Um, but anyways, the one thing I do want to talk about first off, want to lead with, is um, the KSI versus Logan Paul fight this weekend. And, um, I, you know, I was kind of bashing it, but I also kind of wasn't, and, but I mean, I wasn't, I knew a lot of people were going to watch it. There's going to be a lot of eyes on this fight. And, um, it was, um, better than I thought it was going to be. They, uh, they fought before last year, um, For those of you who don't know, Logan Paul uh, and KSI are both uh, YouTubers. KSI from overseas, from the UK. He did a lot of more video games and like reaction to video games. He's a a really funny dude. He's also a rapper. I think I've mentioned this before. Um, Overseas and very successful. So he does. um, He's very, you know, he's a big YouTuber, especially in the UK. Um, Growing over here now. Um, and of course, Logan Paul, also a YouTuber, if you guys remember Logan Paul. Logan Paul um, got famous off of Vine when Vine was out, took advantage of that, became a YouTuber. Now is a, now does acting, now does um, his own podcast as well. And um, so so they're very popular. I even think they had a tale of the tape. They had a tale of the tape of their followers. That I've never seen that before. And I think the only, the big one that Logan Paul edged KSI out was, I think KSI has five and a half million followers on Instagram, and Logan Paul had like over twenty million. I've never seen that shit before. All my life watching boxing, I've never seen a tale of the tape that involved social media followings. But that's that's kind of where, you know, that's the money maker right there. That's technology, just like I explained in the last episode. That's how life is nowadays. It's very uh, technologically based, which I'm, as you can tell, for me losing my fucking audio, I'm losing. So you guys need to help me. Like, subscribe, at me on Twitter, Instagram, Sports Plus Life, or on my personal MRAKACO, Mr. AKACO. Help me out, man, because I don't. Obviously, don't know my elbows from my asshole anymore. Anyways, um, yeah, surprisingly decent, decent fight. Decent fight, not great, not good. It was decent, and Logan Paul was probably the better out of the two. Logan Paul, um, technically better, looked the looked the part, was way in shape, took his time, very thoughtful when he fought. Um, KSI was a little bit more, um, I want to call it, I want to say like 
ugly but dirtier. So there's a there's you know it just kept coming at you almost like Sean Porter. If you guys ever watched Sean Porter, watch the last fight between him and Earl Spence. I've never seen Earl Spence push that way, and Sean Porter kept coming and coming. That's what KSI did. Kept coming, kept coming, kept coming. Um, and just like Sean Porter, he got dropped. KSI dro- got dropped by Logan Paul. But not before um, KSI dropped Logan Paul in the s- second, but they called it a slip, even though it was a punch right on the ear. If you've been punched in the ear, it just knocks your equilibrium off. I don't even know what that is, but it knocks it off. You lose your shit, your balance, and you just, and you know, for a quick second. If you get hit hard enough there, you can just get knocked knocked out for like a quick, like a quick knockout. You're out of it, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh shit, what happened? Um, so that's what happened. But he uh, recovered quick. They called it a slip, so they didn't give him the knockdown. Um, but I think in the f- fourth round, I want to say fourth round, Logan Paul. Landed a sweet uppercut. I, don't, I I say this every time I fight. You could ask my homie coach, anyone that wa- that watches fights with me. The uppercut is a, is severely severely underutilized, especially so especially in MMA. That I mean, shit. I could talk about a whole episode of that by itself. Hour hour and a half. The uppercut. But we ain't gonna do that today. But that uppercut was beautiful. It was great. Caught KSI coming in, being reckless. Landed it perfectly on his chin. Um, rocked him, and then he kind of like dirty boxed him where he clinched, grabbed his, grabbed his, uh, put his left hand on the back of KSI. Landed one uppercut. That one dropped him. And then he kind of let, you know, kind of was in the move moment while he was down. Kind of rabbit punched him. Didn't hit him very hard. Just rabbit punched him. They, co- they scored the knockdown. But since he hit KSI while he was down, they took two points off. I I didn't like that at all. I didn't like that one bit. Just because I've seen people do worse. I've seen like Triple G knock people out with. <laughs> I've seen that I've seen a whole lot worse than what what happened that night. And I think the this console goes to the referee who I don't know, I mean maybe he felt you know, there was eyes on him as well. That he needed to show out. That he didn't know he needed to show that he was a good referee, but he was an older dude. Looked like he looked like Tweety Bird's grandmother's side piece. If you, you know if that makes sense. He's an old dude, and um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, he's uh, he just kind of he wasn't that good. He wasn't. He did not have a good performance. Anyone takes it now that day, it's him. He did not have a good performance. Um, but even that, and they ended it with KSI winning by, because of that two points taken off, they ended up with KSI winning by decision, which if those two points didn't get taken off, Logan Paul definitely would have won on the cards. Um, same thing, judges are trash, I just don't, whatever, doesn't matter. KSI won, um, not bad. I think if Logan Paul stuck... Like, stayed training, seriously, for like a year. He could do damage in in MMA. That's what he wants to do. If you guys don't, don't know, he's actually has a, he has a pretty good wrestling background. I think he wrestled D3, I believe, back in Ohio. Um, not 100% sure. I got to double check. Fact check. Got to fact check that. Um, but he has a decent wrestling background. Um, and he could. I mean, he could do damage. 100. I'd say he'd have to cut to 170. I think he's 185. Probably walks around about 190, maybe 200. So I definitely would. I mean, yeah, I mean, cutting weight probably isn't a big issue, but you have to cut to one. I'd say you'd have to cut to 170. And he recently just called out um, CM Puck, which CM Puck I'll actually get to here in a little bit. It was pretty, actually, I'll tell you right now. CM Puck showed up on WWE Network, a WWE television. Um, for like the first time in like shit, what was it, six, seven years, something like that. And it was, it was, no, it wasn't that long. It was probably like five, five years, four or five years, five years. And uh, it was cool, man. I was like, I was like, woke up because I, you know, I said I gotta go to sleep early, man. Gotta go to sleep early, and I still didn't go to sleep early because Disney Plus came out. And I was like, yo, and I got it for free because uh, 
a deal with Verizon. And uh, and I was like, fuck. I got to watch it, man. I got to be part of it. It's FOMO. Fear of missing out. Everyone else is watching this shit. I want to watch it. I watched Avengers Endgame. That was a stupid mistake. I was tired as fuck this morning waking up. But uh, but it's pretty cool. I have to watch some of shit. I got to watch. Uh, there's some old episodes of Boy Meets World. All right. We'll talk about that later. We'll, we'll chat about that later. But, um, yeah, CM Punk came out. That was really, really cool. I, I, I download the video and I keep watching it. It was so cool. Um, but that's besides the point. But anyways, yeah, Logan Paul called out CM Punk saying I could take him. And I I kind of believe him. <laughs> I kind of believe like, He looked pretty good. More, like, as far as boxing, more technical than CM Punk did. CM Punk looked more like KSI. Like, I've seen him throw his punches. Not that good. CM Punk is also, like, 40s. Like, he's old, man. He's not. He's not young, so... But uh, who knows? You never know. You never know what kind of clusterfuck could happen in this day and age. If a fight like that happens on the zone, you never know what's going to happen. James Tony fought Randy Couture on a UFC card. That happened. I was there. I seen it. I ordered that shit. And it went exactly how I thought it was going to go. But you never know what's going to happen. And like I said, this is a, you know, it makes sense given the day and age we are in. To make a fight like this. It makes sense to make a fight like Canelo versus Masvidal, like I said last time. Every it just makes a lot of shit just makes sense like this. Billy Joe Saunders, Devin Haney fought on the card. Both came out triumphant. Devin Haney, Devin Haney won the decision, I believe. Um and Billy Joe Saunders won by knockout in the eleventh round. Knocked him down three times. Knocked him. The, the third one was too much and couldn't, you know, couldn't recover. And uh, he, he, it was not. It's very underwhelming. Both, I think both performances were very underwhelming. Also, the call out, the call out of Canelo after the fight was weak as fuck. To you, you have millions of people watching you, and this is millions, millions of people watching you, and he bottled it, man. He just said. He could have gone out there. That's why Conor McGregor is a smart dude. Because even though he just knows what to say after a fight. He knows how to market himself. That takes a special skill. Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen, trash-ass fighter. Knows how to, you know, just knows how to market himself. Knows how to get in the shit. Knows how to get himself, you know, you know just uses that mouth. And, and just, just talks his way into shit. Bill Joe Saunders should have done the same thing. And that would have been... that He could have been in. He could have been making a lot of money right now. Face Canelo. They've been making a fight right now. But they're like... But I know right now Canelo's team is probably going to be like, Eh, that was trash. He didn't look good enough. No point in me. I'll, I'll walk right through him. He bottled it, man. He bottled it. And uh, that sucks because... I would like to see that fight too, but at the same time, because I'm a box, I'm a boxing fan. I love boxing. You guys know that already. And he he fucked that up. Did I kind of that hurt me? <laughs> that fucked with me. Um, that he uh, that he fucked that up. He's English, man. I thought I was gonna get more out of it, but not a lot of people can be Tyson Fury, Conor McGregor, and just talk yourself into shit like that, but. To each his own, man. That's you know, the type of shit happens. Um, yeah, they sh- is, but like I said, I mean, that's this is gonna kind of reach that. Something like this has just to kind of put it in perspective. Um, Sean Porter, Earl Spence Jr., probably like I said, fight of the year um, earlier this year, and um, got so much fights happened. I can't even. I don't remember how long ago. Maybe I think it was maybe March, April. Uh, May, something like that. But they had fight of the year. It could, anyways, I don't remember. Fight of the year, and um, there's a Google Analytics has a thing called impressions, which I think is like people searching, people clicking on things that have these guys' names on it through Google, or whatever. Their impressions, the whole fight week, was fifty to fifty-five thousand. The whole fight week. Um. 
Okay. I mean, I mean, people are kind of not too interested. I mean, I think it's more or less a lot of hardcore um, fight fans that kind of were geared to it. If you watch boxing, you knew that fight was going to happen. But just kind of put this in perspective and why like shit like this makes sense nowadays. Billy Joe Saunders, Devin Haney fought on the card. Their impressions right after the weigh-in, almost a million and a half each. A million and a half each. That's like, I can't do the map. I think it's like 50 times more than, the, I don't know. Don't shut up. Don't. <laughs> I can't do it off the top of my head. That's a lot. After the weigh-ins. People are like, oh, who are these guys? Let's Google them. Let's find out. So people are finding out about you. And that, that hurt me because I knew a lot of eyes were on him and he fucked that up. But that's life. I mean, you got to take chances. You got to take your chances. Maybe he's just a or you know overall good dude, um, and he's like, no, that's not him. Sometimes you got to get out of your comfort zone, and you got to because he did his. He got out of his comfort zone by doing something like this. And uh, but yeah, you got to take advantage of your situation, man. You got to. You got to, man. You got to make fucking noise. That's just life. Um, also, real quick, over the weekend, there was uh, some UFC fights over in Russia. Uh, Moscow, I believe. Um, Zabit. Fa Kruger. Cracker. Croker. Hold on, guys. I got to look this up because this is not good. I can't believe I can't remember. But it was a pretty decent fight. I wasn't too impressed with Zabit. Um, but also, I think it had a lot to do... With um, his opponent, Crutter, Cruder, Qatar, Calvin Qatar. He looked good, man. I would even, the game all around, I mean, it's in Moscow, it's in Russia. That's where he's from. He's from Dagestan. Dagestan, Russia, right around where uh, Habib Nurmagomedov is from. It makes sense they gave him the decision. Um, he fought good. I mean, but. Qatar, man, he, uh, I don't know, it's Qatar? K-A-T-T-A-R. Calvin, K-A-T-T-A-R. Fought well, man. He, um, he did good. He looked very technically sound. I would have given him at least one round. I wouldn't give him all just a beat, but he looked pretty good, and he's a tough dude. Um, I don't think that Zabit could beat Max Holloway. That's, you know, that's where they're at. They're in that 145-pound range. I don't think he could beat Max Holloway. Because I think Max Hollywood he definitely did what he did to Brian T. City Ortega. But we have to talk about Max Holloway. He has to fight, um, is it Potter Young? Potter? Peter? Potter Young? To, no, 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 no. He's fighting uh, the Volkov. He's Australian. He has like a Russian name. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm the worst. I gotta stop. I don't know. I'm gonna start doing something, reading more books or some shit. Start eating carrots. What's the brain food? Oh, I have to look it up. I gotta start eating more brain food. Carrots are for your eyes, I think. The fuck's brain? What do elephants eat? Those guys are fucking smart. <laughs> Anyways, um, but yeah, it was a decent fight. Not like uh, there's a couple of good, not too bad fights on there. I um, I was watching football, so I didn't watch them all. And I think I was watching. I think I was more excited for the. Uh, oh, the I, I know what I was watching. Uh, Penn State. Penn State going down to Minnesota. I was watching that. And then right after that, I was watching LSU versus Alabama. The best game of the year so far in college football. That's what I was doing. What a great, dude, those are great, those are good games. I watched it. Minnesota was in, I think, in the lead the whole time, and Penn State just couldn't, they, they had no answers. No answers. And uh, it was fun, it was fun to watch. Um, I think it's always great when Penn State loses. That's just me. I've never been a whole big Penn State fan, but whatever. Minnesota, man, on the undefeated still. Um, they, um, cracked in the top 10. Way in the top 10. I think they're eight now in the top 10 CFP polls. Um, which is the CFP playoff polls, which but the ones that matter. 
Nothing else matters. Just those ones right there. Um, and uh, that was a that was a good game. I was thoroughly impressed, but then also um, I was impressed, obviously, with the whole the whole Alabama versus LSU game. That that was a great game. Joe Burrow, man. Here's my first impression of Joe Burrow. I watched him at the Texas game. I don't give a fuck. You know, obviously, you guys don't know. I don't care about Texas. But he's like really douchey, barely scathing away from Texas, doing the whole wave to the fan crowd. Very douchey, like shit. Like, who the fuck are you? You really haven't done shit. Now everybody knows who he is. Now he can fucking wave to wherever he wants to. He could prince his wave. But the guy, at first I was like, dude, look at this. Who's this guy? So, oh, look at this guy. He's a thug. I bet he stabs his cereal before he eats it. Now he can stab where the fuck he, he can stab any cereal he wants before he eats it. I'm a believer. Joe Burrow is going to be the Heisman this year. They went out. They don't lose. They're going to be the he's going to be the Heisman winner. There's no one even close. No Jalen Hurts. No um, Justin Fields. I mean, just like there's, I don't think there's anyone close to a, not even close. That guy's a high. That that's your the front runner for the Heisman. But I think two, three. I'm thinking about three more games left with championship, with conference championships and stuff like that. Who knows? You never know what's going to happen. Never know what's going to happen. Um, I also watched. Um, by the way, um, before I move on, LSU Alabama, great game. Um, Tua didn't look good at first. He was didn't look as mobile. Like I said, I don't think he should have played in the begin. You know, from the get go, I don't think. I mean, the guy had twenty, twenty one, three weeks, no football, no passing, no snaps, no practice, no nothing for about three weeks, and you're just gonna throw him in the biggest game of the year. He did all right, man. He didn't, but he did throw. Uh, I think he threw a pick. Um, he didn't look good. He didn't look mobile. He took a lot of sacks. Um, and that was a, that was a tough game for Tua to come back. Man, you could see him limping off as they took a took that mad L. They just he was just limping off, and but he almost he dude he almost brought him back. He almost brought him back, and I'll, I'll give him that much. But at what cost? Who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what he did to his knee if he, you know, if he got any better? I think he should have sat one more week. I think as de- as deep as Alabama is, I mean, you got to remember, Tua came in and, you know, so here's what, that's what I mean by, by deep. Tua came in, his first play, I think he started over Jalen Hurt. I can't remember. I'm trying to think, but his first start was in a fucking championship game. Championship game. His first start was a champ as a true freshman championship game, and he goes out there and shreds. And that's I mean, just shows you what kind of dude this guy is. Lefty, Vince Young esque, and uh, he's a tough dude. Great quarterback, great player. Just I, I mean, I wish, I mean, just the speed of the game and everything. I just, I just wish he would have sat his ass down. Like, I know you want to play there, but I think... I know you want to play. And he did all right. I mean, he almost had his team. But you have to contribute a lot of that closeness to the Najee Harris, the running back. I think that's his name, Najee. Um, I don't know where Alabama finds these running backs. But these are grown men. These aren't kids. These are grown men. Like Derrick Henry. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are grown-ass men running the rock. And I just in that offensive line, like I think you have a lot. I think that was those were the big reasons why they stayed in that game. That offensive line, and then um, and that and, and Najee Harris, the running back. The running back on the other end was solid. He was good too. It was a great game to watch from all aspects. It was a good neutral game to watch. I I wasn't neutral in. Um, the Oklahoma versus Iowa State game, obviously. You guys already know that. And you guys want to talk about someone probably like slowly. I was slowly dying that second half. 
just slowly, slowly, they kept just inching, like, like I, I, I knew if they lost that game, I was, <laughs> I probably would have been around and put in like fucking in like some sort of ketosis coma. I don't know, but that was it. Was a good game if you're a neutral viewer, a neutral fan. But Oklahoma put you know, kind of shot themselves in the foot. Granted, they lost a lot of secondary. I think they dropped like dude. I think they lost like three secondary players that game. One to a season injury. It was. I mean, it was a. It was a not good. It was not good. That's a tough team. I will say it's always tough. Like, don't let those fucking that shitty record. Like, you know that those their record. You know, fool you. There, I think they only lost three games out of the whole year. So. They're not bad. The Big 12 is, oh, that's what always happens. The Big 12 has always implode themselves. Iowa State came all the way back down, scored um, in the fourth quarter, a touchdown, uh, 25 seconds left to pull within one point. And their coach decided, you know what? We're a night game. We have all these eyes on us. Let's go for two. Balls. The ball's on that guy to go for two. That takes sack. It's not sack. Sack. Like a big old fuck, but it, it takes a lot of ball. And um, they're like, you know what? We got this far. Let's win the fuck game. And I like that. I like that they went for two. Just like Vance Joseph did for the Broncos. You have to, sometimes you got to do shit like that. Take chances like that. Like the chances that fucking Billy Joe Saunders didn't take. You got to take chances like that. You got to, you got to, you have to. There's no other way to explain it. And he did it. He did not convert, thank God. But man, that took balls. But I, I was very happy that they did not advance. That they not, they did not uh, convert. I apologize, advance. I'm fucking. I'm, I'm getting a little emotional right now, just thinking about it. Um. But yeah, I think. Let me take a look here. Make sure this is the right. The right. Um. Rankings. Give me a second here. Looks like it is. Um, but yeah, then Oklahoma, I think they were nine last week. I think they went down. They're at 10 now. Penn State, number nine, which I think that should be flip flop. Um, Utah, number eight. I don't know where they came from, but they're number eight um, out of the Mountain West Conference. Are they Mountain West Conference? No, they're not. Hold on one second. Let me. Uh, let me. Double check here. I don't think they're Mountain West. No, they're definitely uh, Pac-10. Pac-10. Um, okay, perfect. Pac-10. Minnesota, number seven. Damn, they were 12? No, there's no way. They were something higher. They, they, they were like 14, something like that. All the way to seven with that dub. Oregon, eight and one. I don't care. Okay. I don't know about Oregon and Utah being up, you know, that high. Oregon has one loss. How the fuck are they that high? How is that possible? I need, hold on, I need to investigate this. Let me see what they lost to. Oh, they lost to Auburn. Whatever, man. I don't care. But just taking a look at this in the top four, LSU number one, Ohio State number two. Clemson number three, Bama still stays within the top four. If, you know, still stays at top four or four. I'm okay with that. I mean, I'm okay with that. Three games left. You never know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen because now you have um, LSU at number one. I don't think I think LSU and Georgia will probably play for the SEC championship. I think that's how it works. I got it because they have like two conferences within the con- within the conference SEC. So they have like two divisions, sorry, two divisions within the SEC. And East and West, so I think Oregon and LSU are going to be the ones who we'll see what happens, man. You never know. We never know. Next week, though, Oklahoma plays Baylor in that, this or this coming week, actually next week, this coming week. And that's going to, um, that can play a big game, a factor in anything. Because. And this is where Big 12 likes to implode themselves. Let's say Oklahoma wins. Oklahoma wins. Baylor stays on the route they're going. They keep winning. 
Oklahoma keeps winning, they meet in the Big 12 championship. Oklahoma loses to Baylor, and that just cluster, that just cluster fucks everything. It's a this madre, as the Mexicans would say. This, this madre, this madre. It's a cluster. So, I mean, the college football, man, that's why it's an it's amazing sport to watch. It's an amazing sport to watch, and um, that's why these kids deserve to get that money. Let's pay them. All right, let's pay these kids. These little, these old little dick motherfuckers profit off these kids. Want to suspend them because he borrowed money from his family, from a family member, to fly his girl out to watch watch him play in the Rose Bowl. Come on, man. Fucking what I do in my family ain't none of your goddamn business. Don't you don't you worry about what me and my fam are doing. Alright? Don't you worry about any of that. I mean Chase Young man, they they just spent so so those of you who don't know Chase Young got suspended by the NCAA for apparently taking bribe money or booster money. I don't know what the fuck technical technical name is. They originally suspended it for four games. He served one game, and then he's going to serve another one coming up this weekend, and that's it. That's such bullshit, man. This, like, that, that's bullshit. You put these kids on scholarship, expect them not to go to, not to work, not to make money. They don't profit off any jersey sales, any, you know, any of that shit, any ticket sales. They don't profit off of any of that. Oh, but they get an education. Yo, yeah, you could get an education if you're good enough at the sport. If not, you still have to pay for the education. And you still can't fucking work. You still can't make any money. That's, yeah, just, that's bullshit. And there's nothing, and you know, the, I hate, I mean, it's, it's, it's everyone. It's not just one color, but it's everyone. But you know that, you know how bad this looks. I don't think I have to tell you. I don't think I would tell you why this looks bad. Always. Because in football, you have to stay a minimum of two years before you could get play in the NFL. That's the NFL right there making that rule that you have to play two more years, two years in the college. And that's NFL and fucking NCAA playing nice, dick grabbing, 69 in each other, stand up 69 in each other, if anything. That's what that is. Two piece of shit organizations. Bring so much entertainment. Just boy, just bad fucking people around. But you know that's that's so, that's so shitty about that. You have to stay two years, and then you're like, oh well, you can you can go do your thing. That's the thing about college. You go to college to find out what you want to do. Isn't that what it's always been? The times are different, man. Times are different. Like we gotta we gotta do better for better for these kids, man. A lot of these kids are fucking failing because because we're we're letting them down. As grown ass adults, these guys, are kids, trying to live their best life, just trying to enjoy life. I mean, they just and they, I don't know. I mean, we we're just failing everybody, failing our kids, failing. We're just failing each other, and we have to do better with these kids. Just let them profit, man. Let them make a little bit of change. Let them. You know what I'm saying? There, of course, there's going to be different rules and regulations. I, I'm glad there's a step being take, uh, being take that are being taken to get these kids paid, to give them their money that they deserve. Some are going to make more than the others, of course, because. And this can, and then this shit, this type of thing could be interesting. Let's say they do pay them. Is school A? Like let's say Alabama, Alabama, Florida, Miami. Those are like the teams that usually, when you look at signing day, that's where everyone goes. Alabama, Miami, Florida, because of the culture. Alabama because they win fucking football games. I don't know anyone that'd want to go to fucking Tuscaloosa. You know, no, I, I doubt anybody would want to go there unless they were an athlete. As far as sports go, why the fuck would anyone want to go to Alabama? 
I don't even know what they're good at at school. Like, are they good business school? Are they good agriculture school? Like, I just don't think anybody want to go to Alabama other than just to play sports. Um, but yeah, you mean look at like how would that work? Let's start paying people. Let's start paying these kids. Are people gonna? Are kids gonna decide on? Well, I'm gonna go to this school because they pay out. They pay out more. I'm gonna get more money because all. You know, I'll go here. You know, like Alabama or. Um, hold on one second, guys. Okay, everybody, false alarm. Um, funny story. I can stop recording for a second. But I'm going to keep that shit in because I want you guys to hear my struggle. The struggle of recording this fucking podcast, but I love it. And, uh, dude, I was, I, I'm in a, I'm in a parking lot. Like, it's like in between, like, a, it's like in a sports complex. And, um, and it's like already dark. It's only, you know, it's already getting dark earlier. It's like five something. So I'm just chilling. This fucking guy, I don't know, maybe a chick pulls up behind me. And I'm looking at him through my rearview mirror. Lights are shining. I think it's a cop. I'm like, oh shit. Hold on one second, guys. I'm going to get pulled over. I'm going to get fucking drugged out of this fucking car. One of the, the one, you know, because you never know what's going to happen. I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. And they stood there for good, like, 10 minutes. And I'm just, like, staring. I'm like, okay, I don't want to reach for anything because I don't know what's going to happen. Um, nobody's getting out of the car. Uh, should I fucking, like, act like I'm leaving? Like, should I just dip? Like, I'm like, okay, no, I just don't move. And they just pull away. And it wasn't a car. Some. So I don't know who it was. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a guy or girl. I was pissed, man. I was like, because here is it's a funny story. I was actually in this parking lot years ago, years ago, doing something I should have been doing. And it was like, there's no one here. Like, so there was just nobody here. And um, yeah, I was with the, I was with the lady friend. We we're just talking. Don't you fucking worry about what, what else is happening. We we're just chatting. Literally, I think we were just talking. Um, I think we moved somewhere else because cops showed up. Two fucking cops showed up. And um, and they were like, uh, what are you guys doing? Nothing, just talking. We had our clothes on. Don't, I know what you guys are thinking. We had our clothes on. Um, nothing else happened in this parking lot. Um, and again, we're just, we literally were just chatting. And uh, I think, we were, uh, yeah, we were probably about to do something. But then, yeah, they he pulled up. The two cops pulled up. They're like, "Hey, what are you guys doing here?" Because the library's closed. Don't be. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, we're just chilling. We're just talking." It's like, "All right, well, I'm just gonna check to see if this car's stolen." And uh, definitely was. I think if I remember, it wasn't either of our cars. I don't remember whose car it was. But we just <laughs> we just had it. And I guess not stolen. So get out of here. I was like, "Cool," and we drove away. But that's why I was like, fuck, it's a fucking cop. These motherfuckers, I'm getting taken away. Sports Plus Life, episode number seven, is gone. Or at least delayed, but it's not. We're back on. Um, we're back on, up and running again. No false alarm, we're not. I wanted, I, like I said, I wanted to keep this in so I could, you guys could hear my struggle. This is a struggle here, guys. So if you guys don't want me to struggle anymore, share, like, download. All of that. At me. Share that. Share that at. At me at Sports Plus Life. Instagram and Twitter. M-R-A-K-A-C-O. Mr. A-K-A-C-O. Instagram and Twitter. Um, and, you know, I ain't trying to work. You know, like I said, I ain't trying to struggle no more. I ain't trying to work no more. I don't want to struggle no more. Holler at your boy. But anyways, yeah, moving on. I was talking about um, yeah, NCAA paying the kids. Who knows how that's going to work out? Who knows how long that'll take to be, take, be taken in effect? Um, I, you know, I want this to happen because I want NCAA for EA Sports to come back. NCAA 2020, 2020, when you know, it's perfect time, 2021 to come back. It'd be pretty cool. I mean, I used to love that game, Oklahoma, all day, all day. 
Florida State. That's a cool game. I wish they'd bring it back. Hopefully they do. Hopefully they um, work something out. But it's all good, man. Um, but yeah, pay the kids. Let's do better for the kids. You know, we got to do better. We got to do better. And these old motherfuckers aren't doing better. They're just being pieces of shit. Anyways, uh, moving on. Monday Night Football. Amazing game. What a fun game to watch. Um, ended in overtime. I th- shit, it was going to be a draw. I thought it was going to be a draw. It was getting, it was gearing towards being a draw. Um, but they both, but um, the ultimately the Seahawks came out on top. They came out, they got the dub, did what they're supposed to do. Um, I didn't know. Um, yeah, I, 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 this game was way good. I didn't think it was going to go like this. I thought Seahawks were going to do a lot better. But I think they. I mean, both teams made a lot of mistakes. I sat there and watched it, and I was like, God damn, there's so many mistakes. I don't know. Jim Garoppolo almost, probably almost threw about fucking six picks. He only threw one pick, but, I mean, he threw a lot right into the defender's hands, especially towards the end of that game. Right into linebacker's hands, right? In, and that really bothers me that these guys can't make these type of catches. Like, I don't know, like, you do all this practice, and these weren't really, like, hard thrown balls. Like, I'm not in the sense that it was wobbling, it was ducking, these weren't difficult balls to catch. They just couldn't catch it. DBs talk out, dude, I'm going to go back on this. DBs, most uh, uh, overrated um, position. Obviously, they can't catch it, showed it this weekend. They can't catch. They sit there and acting like the ball got thrown over, you know, 20 yards over the, the receiver's head. They act like they did. It had a lot to do with it. I mean, even though they were burned 20 yards down the field. It's just like, they, you can't, there's a lot of, a lot of those balls are thrown in their hands. Catch the fucking ball. It's a football. You dumb, you catch it. See, I mean, but they, I mean, they could have, the Seahawks could have ended the game in the regulation, but they couldn't. And because of all that, they, um, the Seahawks went, or the Niners went down, scored a, uh, scored the game time field goal and went into overtime. And then in overtime, and that's more of a clusterfuck. Holy shit. That was a big clusterfuck. And, but, um, Seahawks got the job done. I mean, Russell Wilson definitely, Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, um, Christian McCaffrey, are the, I think, are the front runner for it. NFL MVP, but uh, you never know. You know who knows what's gonna happen. But definitely, uh, you gotta you you have to put Russell Wilson in that in that in the talks. In the talks, you definitely have to talk about him. Uh, but it was a cool game, fun game to watch. I don't keep repeating myself, but that shit kept me up late. Like I said, I gotta get up early and I stay up late because of shit like this. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Um, who knows what's going to happen here? Because I knew, especially with the Niners, because the Niners now have a, they have a tough stretch. They have a lot, of, a lot of tough games coming up. They have the Cardinals again. They'll play the Seahawks in a couple weeks. Um, they got the Packers coming up in two weeks. The Ravens. Oh, shit. The Saints. Oh, my God. Falcons. I mean, that's a winnable game. And then they end with the Rams and the Seahawks. They have a tough... Ah, damn, that's a tough stretch. I didn't know how bad that was. But it's a tough stretch for them. And then, like, we're going to see if they're championship caliber, if they can make it out, you know, of the NFC. Who knows? Those are tough games, especially the Saints game, especially the Ravens game. The Ravens defense playing stout. Lamar Jackson playing stout. We'll see how good... We'll really see how good this defense is. This Niners defense is when Lamar Jackson shows up. Lamar Jackson, that's another guy you have to throw in contention. MVP, I apologize. So Mar- Lamar Jackson, I know he's not listening. But, you, yeah, you got to talk about him. You got to talk about him. He's, he's he's playing lights out. That dude's fucking the cheat code. That fool's a, a juke stick. That fool's Madden. That fool's all that. He's a video game. <coughs> Oh, excuse me. A moment. Remember, I'm leaving that in because I want you guys to hear my struggle. I'm struggling here. 
moving on. Um, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, 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 I want to. I don't care for the Niners to be honest with you. I never really. Been, I mean, still, even with all these wins they're getting, I haven't been impressed with them, and I don't know why. But this is the Jimmy G that they always wanted. Um, this is the Jimmy G. They this is what they traded for. This is who they. That's what they wanted to get. And um, he's taken him eight and one. Now in the league, and um, they have a tough. They have a tough stretch. To say the least. Still to play Seahawks again. Dude, I think the Cardinals could pull one off on them. Cardinals would have had, had almost had them a couple weeks ago. Cardinals are tough. They're a tough team. Only lost by a field goal. But that Kyler Murray boy, you know, you know me and Kyler Murray, we're boys. There's Baker and then Kyler, we're boys. Kyler Murray's tough, dude. Quick. Quicker than a hiccup. That's what old JR would say. And I've never just really been impressed with the Niners. There's nothing really been. I mean, they haven't beat really anybody. They beat the Panthers, which is like the other up to up to this point was like their toughest team, and they did away with them pretty easily. So yeah, I'm not. Um, I'm not too. I'm not so. I'm not sold on them, but it's still a long season to go. All right. Still a very long season to go. Um, I did want to talk about something. Um, and one of someone in, in particular is uh, Kristen Pulisic. Kristen Pulisic, the Wonder Boy, U.S. Men's National Soccer Team uh, captain. He is the dude right now. He is a dude right now in USA. He is a dude right now at Chelsea. Chelsea Football Club in England, English Premier League. And he is playing lights out right now. He's playing so good right now. Started out rocky. But I knew, I always knew that he would... That he would... um, He would flourish in the Premier League. I always felt like no matter what situation you would put him in, he'd be he'd be doing good, except for the U.S. men's national team. I think we asked so much of this young dude, but I mean, it's it we have to because U.S. men's national team's in fucking shambles. I know we've talked about it a lot. We don't look too good. There's no, I mean that that I posted a few weeks ago. Um, Serginho Dest. Um, committed to the United States national team, which is amazing. We need that type of talent. But it's just not stuff like that. I mean, a lot of these guys are born outside the U.S. but have U.S. lineage and are able to commit to the, the country. And I, you see stuff like that, and I think, I think we're failing in the United States as far as Developing players can't develop them like they used to. Right now, I think we have two top stars in the Premier League. When we would have a good ten to fifteen stars in the Premier League at one point, just like you can look six, seven years ago, five years ago. I mean, you had Carlos Bocanegra. You would have Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan. You had Tim Howard, Brad Friedel. You had Tim, you know, you had Guzan, um, Brad Guzan. I'm sorry. Um, you can even go back as far as Brian McBride, um, Eric Winalda. I mean, you keep going and going. Alexi Lawless. There's so many bright stars that would play in the Premier League, which, in my opinion, is the toughest league. It's one of the toughest leagues in the world, if the toughest league. Because at any moment, anyone can win that. Just take a look at the top six. Look, look who's up there. Look who's up in the top six. Leicester's back up there. If you guys remember Leicester, Leicester, um, well, probably the most like lopsided odds to win any type of championship, and they won. Um, yeah, it just 
it's a crazy league, but what I'm getting at is that you don't have those American stars playing in those tough leagues anymore. You just don't. I I don't. I can't. I mean, you got a lot of Americans in uh, Germany. I think it's the second toughest league, which is a step up. We do have a lot of kid, a lot of like uh, American players. You know, just playing like second division teams out there. Not bad, still high level, but not good. En- I mean, in my opinion, not good enough. And um, we just got to do better. And I think it has a lot to do with. I mean, I could sit here. And for example, I know a lot of my friends play coach youth soccer. I used to coach youth soccer. Um, but a lot of my friends, my brother does. And um, I sit there and, I, and, I, and I'm just like, you know, I can hear the gripes. And this, and this is where the, where the big issue lies is in our youth, our youth. A lot of people in America, United States, still think that soccer is just that sport to just, you know, just, oh, it's a starter. You know, oh, the rec league. We could play them in the rec league and they could play and, uh, you know, stay in shape, stay, get out every now and then. It's not as serious as it used to be, especially around here. Especially in the United States. There's too many politics. Coaches can't be coaches anymore. I mean, you take a look around here. We're trying to prevent concussions now. The youth around here can't use their fucking heads to score. To pass, to score, there's no more headers. Because of concussions. We are taking so many steps backwards. It's ridiculous. And I don't even... There's a World Cup coming in 2020, 2022. I, I don't even think we're going to qualify for that. And the only reason we're qualifying 2026 is because we're hosting the fucking thing. We just look bad. And it just it starts with our youth. They come over and play rec soccer. They want to keep playing, but there's no high-level coaches. It costs a shitload if you want to play club. You're talking in the thousands. And then... You have people paying that shit, and the kids don't even show up to the game. They don't show up to practice. They don't show up to games because people are taking vacations. People are taking this. There's a fucking schedule for a reason. You pay thousands of dollars to put your kid in soccer, but then decide, I think we'll take a trip to uh, back home, and we're going to go home, and we'll see ya. Come on, man. It's we're we we're we're like in the weeds, and it's it has a lot to do with American culture, American mentality. A lot of the kids that you do see out there, high performing, they don't even belong to this country. There's so many kids, especially like the good ones. They, a lot of the kids are defecting, or I would say defecting, but a lot of them are committing to Mexico. There's a lot of good players committing to Mexico. And we 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 we're struggling. It's all it starts all the way from the bottom to the top, and it starts all the way at the top. We got to do better to, like once again, we got to do better for our fucking kids. We just got to. We got to do better for the youth. And there's people out there. Generally, good people out there, like my brother, my brother Adam, my friend Adam. A lot of people out there volunteering their time, volunteering their services with people, kids who really aren't going to do shit with them. We're failing our kids. And that's a fucking shame. We're failing our sp- We're just failing our sports too. US, I mean, U.S. men's national team hasn't, was making great strides up until they failed to qualify for the World Cup. And it just, I mean, and it just shows. I, I sit here and I watch. I went and watched my brother's team play. His girls fought hard, and I was, and I was like sitting there, and and they played a very a, a Latina, pretty much a Latina girls team. They're all Latinas, and I was listening to the 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 their player uh, the the parents uh, talk. They were speaking Spanish, <laughs> and they were. And I think three of them were talking about how they, like, three of the girls don't even, don't even make practice. But they make the games and they still win. They still play well. Dude, that's just, like, we're just failing and it just sucks. And 
Um, I hate seeing that. I, was, I love Spock. I don't talk about it enough, and I will start talking about it more. Um, soccer is my favorite sport. I love the U.S. men's national team. But I might commit to Mexico, too. I'm Mexican. I might, I might commit, too, so I don't fucking get my heart broken anymore. God damn. I, speaking of getting my heart broken, you guys ever watch the World Cup The World Cup where Tim Howard made, like, I don't know, it's ridiculous. Like, I think it was, like, 20 saves. 20, I don't know. 19 saves. Something like that. And, um, for some reason, we put Chris Kwanolowski in front of the goal. We can't fucking tap it in for a goal an extra time and probably win that game. Instead of going to penalties. But Landon Donovan would have fucking finished that shit, but we didn't take him to the World Cup. I think I think it all started right there. I'm going to pinpoint that moment, that clusterfuck, 10 years ago, now maybe, to what, 2014, 2014, World Cup 2014. Yep. Heartbreak. But we got, we just got to do better, man. I just, um, I just hate, I hate, I hate the, I hate seeing that shit. We just don't, we are definitely a laughing stock. Rightfully so. We just got to do better. Nothing else about it. We just got to do better. I hope we do better. I hope we, you know, we qualify for the next World Cup. Um, we do have some you know decent stars coming up. Um, so we'll see. But anyway, I, was, I, was, I think I got off track. <laughs> but Kristen Pulisic, man, is on fire. He has... Four or five goals in the last three games or something like that. Something crazy like that. And I always knew, like I said, I always knew he was going to flourish. I always knew he was going to do well. That wasn't the problem. That was just wasn't the problem. I just knew. And Frank Lampard's a first, um, not a first-year coach, but a first, a second, third-year coach, you know, coaching Chelsea. That's this high level. He was coached at Derby County, which is like, for those of you who don't know, second-level Premier There's Premier League, and then there's Championship that's right under Premier League, which is still very high level. A lot of great players still play right there. Um, still, yeah, it's, it's, good, it's good, fun to watch. Um, there, yeah, but there's nothing like the Premier League, man. It's just, it's pretty fun. I'm glad Christian Pulis is just pulling off. Uh, DeAndre Edlin's the other American in the, in the uh, Premier League. Doing all right, suffers a lot of injuries. He gets hurt, he's balls the wall fast. Right back, um, right defense. For those of you who uh, don't know what a right back is, plays right defense. So think of the formation. There's four. There's a goalkeeper. There's four defenders. Let's make it basic. Four midfielders and two up, two forwards up front. The four defenders. He's uh, DeAndre Dillon's on the right. So one four four two. So we receive four four two. The uh, four four two. That's what the formation is. Now the formation is a whole lot more difficult. There's like four one three two seventeen. So there's a lot of different shit going on. But I wanted to get it off my chest, man. I want. I, we need, just need to do better with our kids. We need to install. I mean, I think tech, technology, as good as it is, as I was explaining earlier, can also deter us from the important shit. And trust me, and I would know. I love my fucking phone. I get in trouble because of that shit. I've gotten in trouble all kinds of like, I, you know, what I'm saying like, I'm just let's say I've gotten in trouble. Um, but anyways, man, I want to end this podcast on a good note and, um, I appreciate all you guys listening, sharing, liking, all that stuff. We just got to do more listening, sharing, liking. All right. I appreciate all of y'all. You guys stay up. Kiss your kids today. Give your loved ones a hug. You know, don't be afraid to express your feelings to anybody. If you like that girl, tell her. If she's not, if she don't like you, then fuck her. All right. Same thing with you girls. Tell those dudes what's up. Tell those dudes, hey, yo, I'm saying like, you can take me out to dinner, homie. Holla. You can take me out. If you don't want, if you don't want to, then don't mess. Don't lose. Don't lose no sleep over it. All right. Just keep moving. Keep working. Get your bag. Get, get in your bag. Get. That's what the kids say. Get in your bag nowadays. 
Get in your bag. Get that money. All right? All right, guys. Well, I'm in that. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, listening to my struggle, my desmadre. And, um, yeah, once again, hit me up, Sports Plus Life on Twitter, Sports Plus Life um, on Instagram, Mr. AKCO on Instagram and Twitter. And, by the way, today, man, another positive, Kat Zingano. What's up, girl? Thick. And she liked my comment. I said she looked thick. Go check it out, Instagram. Uh, go check out my story. Um, I might post it again. But, yeah, she's thick. And what's up, girl? Holla at me. I'll go to San Diego, girl, right now. It don't even matter. don't even matter. You got that new Bellator money. You're in that Bellator bag. I know you got money. <laughs> All right. I'll end, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'll see you guys later. Late.